All right. Y'all ready for this? Bum, 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 banana, bum, bum, bum. Yes. All right. <laughs> Welcome, travelers, to season two of Not Quite Heroes. Join our Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition podcast as we follow the tale of five unlikely adventurers. Why would I have a hiccup right there? Because <laughs> God hates join you. Our Dungeons and Dr- <clears throat> join our Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition podcast as we follow the tale of five unlikely adventurers as they journey through the community built world of Aventir. I'm Steven, the Dungeon Master for this adventure, and with me today we have Rob. That's me. I'm playing Gale that comes in the night, the Depaxi Cleric. And Amy. It's me. I play Evano. I'm barely alive, but luckily she's extremely alive. <laughs> Followed by Mike. Hello. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. Oh. And Niffer. I take Amy's comments about being alive very personally because. <laughs> yeah. Offensive. Think about. Check your privilege, Evanel. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Check your living privilege, okay? <laughs> I, 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 it's not something I'm used to. And finally, Wade. <laughs> Save the best for last. <laughs> and special guest star. Just kidding. And special guest star, also Wade. <laughs> hey. I think I'm going to talk in my radio voice the entire time. All right. Oh, yeah. Totally do that. Welcome to WNQH. <laughs> bringing you them jazzy D&D tunes. All right. Yeah. So welcome to, to our show. If you've been listening along and enjoying it, we would really appreciate five stars. And if you would take two minutes to put a couple words in iTunes, even if they are incoherent, it means a lot to us. We will read them all. We will read them to ourselves, probably. Or literally just good job period yeah and then we'll you know show them to everyone we care about because it's a big deal mm-hmm. so yeah i may frame it put it on my wall Ooh, exactly and who's gonna do dice envy me go i like click clacks do you like click clacks shiny math rocks are the best and guess what we are affiliated with a company that makes them they're called dice envy they're the best uh we have an affiliate link that I'm going to pause so that somebody can send me what it is because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Bit.ly slash not quite dice niffer. Bit.ly slash not quite dice. Uh, and yeah, if you go and buy dice through them, that'd be great because then we get a little boost. Also, the link will be in the show notes. Yes. If you don't want to have to memorize them. All right. Well, uh, should we play some D and D's? Yes, please. Oh, I suppose multiple D and D's. Oh, yeah. All right, if you say so. Many dungeons, lots of dragons. Yep, dungeons and drakes and dragons and dryads. Ooh. Vampires, donuts, and tacos. Can we get a puppy? Can we get a puppy, please? I want a puppy. No. Podcast puppy, podcast puppy, podcast puppy. Well, you got to find one where you guys aren't wanted all the time. <gasps> yes. All right. What kind of check is that? Yeah. What animal handling? Yeah. No, no, just to find a dog. Survival. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't do great. 
All of us immediately roll for it. Finding a puppy. Finding a puppy. Eleven. Uh. Although I think I'm more worried about the blood that just came in our window. Yeah, I was gonna say, in the room that you're in, you you don't find a puppy. Oh, okay. So, nor you nor do you find any traces of a puppy. What do we find? Well, real quick. Last time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast, jeez Louise, my desk is, the drawer literally just fell out of my desk onto my lap. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Last time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast, after awakening in the room to see a strange, ghostly figure huddled in the corner, Rook befriended the ghost and introduced the figure to the group, though the ghost couldn't give them a name. Befriended is a strong word. Oh, you're our friend now. For sure. Bequainted. Bumet. Be acquainted. <laughs> after learning more about the ghost, they settled on the name of Sky. In addition, they started trying to figure out their next steps when through the windows, blood started dripping. Now, as you watch... In, you, in this room, in the ivory and wine, this blood just starts almost streaming through the bottom of this window. It grows and coalesces into this large humanoid form. And from it, a voice that you recognize, the voice of the blood mage. I will always find you, for you cannot kill me so easily. And y'all are going to have to roll initiative. Uh, <laughs> I was in my box. As this large really enormous bloody creature basically his head reaches up to the ceiling you look at it and, and in its chest there's this like glowing almost making this blood pulse red and it's like that's where the voice comes from but it, re it's, it speaks out to you I will always find you for you cannot kill me so easily as you recognize the voice of the blood mage and Rook it is your turn yeah uh, Rook is gonna throw his arm out and cast a firebolt okay Yes, reactionary attacks. Yay. 16. A 16 does hit. Okay. For 12 points of damage. Okay. So that bolt slams into it, and you see, you like smell some of this like char, charring, burning blood. Are you moving anywhere? Or are you staying kind of in this room, in the center of this room, more or less? Nah, I'm going to go towards the door. Okay. Yeah. That door leads downstairs so there's stairs there okay i just want to get to the door for right now oh i forgot to mention at the beginning uh you also immediately before this blood mage came in you heard guards kind of making an announcement and handing out wanted posters okay uh yes i remember that part and gail it is your turn um uh no thank you and i'm gonna cast banishment <gasps> okay yeah so i believe that's a charisma save Unless he just wants to be banished. I, I don't know if you considered that possibility, but I think just as a, like, you never know. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> with his negative three charisma modifier. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would like to extend my, my newish holy symbol, and I imagine kind of just, like, 
translucent kind of like water just kind of washing it away. Yep. Kind of like, you know, like a blood stain. Just. Yep. And it blinks out and it's gone. Okay, we have a minute. We need to go. We gotta go. This was in the room with us, right? Or no? Yeah. She's like, what What was that? Uh, um, I don't actually know, except it was a person. So we should probably go. Yeah, we gotta go. Okay. And and Fritz says, yeah, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Do you have any idea where you're going? <laughs> no, but I think maybe not in the town. I do. Oh, okay. Step one, leave city. We don't have to go out of the city quite yet. Step one, follow Rook. Let's go. Yep, step one, follow Rook. Let's go. Are we on the first or second floor? You're on the second floor. Okay. Can can I just, like, tie a rope on the windowsill and just have us all rappel down kind of thing? Sure. Make an intelligence sleight of hand check. Intelligence sleight of hand. Okay. My provision. Nope. So that's just a minus one then. So, twelve. Okay. So you you find something to tie this rope around, and to the best of your knowledge, you feel like it's a good. It's a, it'll hold. Yeah. It's not like tying ropes on a ship where everything has a spot though. So. Yeah. No. For sure. All right. I'm gonna like push everyone to go because I have a climb speed. So if the rope breaks, I'll be okay. Okay. So, who's going first? Uh, Rook, you know where we're going, so you go first. This seems very conspicuous if they're already looking for us. Do you have a better way? Well, there's guards outside, so I think the windows are a better option. Go. Yeah, and you're you're running out of time quickly. We can roll someone up in the giant rug on the floor. And again, only a minute. <laughs> Someone's got to do something. Yeah, all right. Uh, so Rook is just going to shift into one of the guards. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, and you're walking downstairs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what Rook is doing. What's everyone else doing? Out window. <laughs> okay, so Evanel goes, make an athletics check with advantage, given the rope. That would be... 15. Okay. Yeah, so Evanel, you kind of jump out this window and slide down, slide down this rope. Rook, as you walk down the stairs... Oh, Sky, remind me, you're in your music box with Rook, correct? I'm in the box. Okay. So wherever Rook goes, I'm going right now. Cool. Okay. One of the guards looks up and oh, didn't realize someone was here already. Is there any, can we assist you in any way? No, I I don't think that they're here. Who's next upstairs? I got the window too. Okay, roll me an athletics check. 22. Yep, so you do the same thing and immediately following you. Fritz just like, you're on the second story. Fritz doesn't even really bother with the rope. Yeah. And just jumps down. And He's so cool. Mm-hmm. Land's kind of tough. It just goes, didn't Rook say he knew where we were going? Where is he? <laughs> I, that's a, 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 a great uh, question. And then I'm going to motion for Thistle to go. And I'm, I'm going to, like, hold the rope so that I'm doing most of the lifting. Because yep. I know that she's not, like, the strongest. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, she's been banished somewhere forever. So Thistle... As she starts going, she slips and falls. Like, her hands slip off the rope. She screams. Can I do a catch? Sure. Make another athletics check. Yay! Oh! That's good. 22. <laughs> yeah, so you, you kind of see her slip as you're watching everybody kind of come down quickly, uh, and you catch her. And, Gail, as as Thistle falls, you see this blood starting to come back where you are. Uh, Rook, 
the guards respond uh, as you kind of what you said something along the lines of like everything's good up here. Yeah. Say all right. Well, we've uh, we've handed out the posters. Uh, we'll be heading out then. Wait, I haven't I haven't checked the bathrooms, the ba- the bath areas. Have you checked the bath areas? Oh, uh, no. Do you do you need us? Do you have other orders? Uh, no. But you're you're already down there. You could just check the bath areas. Sure. Or the kitchen. Sure. Yeah, and so they, they kind of move out of the main area and, and start to do it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to need you to roll a deception check. <laughs> yeah. wow. Are you very nice to us, Stephen? <laughs> yes, and. All right, what's 18 and 9 is what, 27? Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, <laughs> and so, so they, sure, yeah, yeah, we can do that real quick. And they kind of move out of this main area. All right, I, I'm going to go check the streets just in case they run out while you're back there. Oh, good idea. And so they, they'll leave. You run out. Gail, this this blood is forming as you're at the window. Yes. You see the rest of your party minus Rook and Sky on the ground. So I would like to, first of all, get my rope and climb down. Because mm-hmm. I'm a taxi and I can just have climbing speed. And then I'm going to cast a, first of all, fog cloud. Okay. Which is a 20-foot radius so that we can just kind of scatter and it won't be clear what direction we went. Okay, are you casting it on kind of the level you're at or up in, like, the room area? Uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover basically the whole room that he is in so that he will have to basically guess whether we, we, we went out the window further into the inn and from there on. Does that make sense? Yep. And those of you who went out the window are kind of in this side alley out to kind of if you're facing the inn to your right is the main street to the left is just kind of more back alley like kind of in between different buildings if you remember you're kind of in this whole section where there's lots of restaurants and taverns and inns Uh, so it's kind of back where um, trash goes and other things like that rook as you run around the corner what are you doing well i'm assuming he's gonna see a big fog (laughs) yeah you do see that you see you see this fog this fog appear in the room kind of behind you as you're leaving out the inn. Uh, Rook is trying to remember down to maybe a lower district. Okay. Because I don't have directions to where we're going. I just know where we need to end up. Yeah, so there is one... There's one specifically poorer district. You are... I don't know if it helps, but Rook is going to say, let's go this way. Well, technically you aren't with them right now. When when I catch up... <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could figure out where the window was based on where I exit, right? Yeah, so you um so you're in the second basically the second circle of of Emery. Outer circle is market districts, you're in the entertainment circle. Then there's like a slum area which is actually has bridges that go over it, but you can get to it. It's inside the the tavern region, but your average person tries to avoid that area. Further in from that is the academic ring. So libraries, museums, there's a variety of schools and other, other things like that. Following that is the higher class neighborhoods. And then you get into like the, the government, the circle of counselors, and finally the palace of the emperors. I think the goal for Rook is to get into the slums because it feels like the guards would have less of a presence there. Okay. Yeah, so you, you kind of run around this corner, you see your group running quickly, and you see kind of this trail of, of fog surrounding. I say something cool and witty, like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> you hear from behind 
kind of in the inn, you hear the smashing of doors and walls, and you hear people screaming. You just, where are they? Oh! And you start running? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As you run, you see, well, I need I need you to give me an order that you're running in. Uh, I guess I will stay in the back because I want to be able to cast another banishment on his, this thing if it gets too close. Okay. Or fog it. Or both. Yeah, I think it's probably understood that Rook's up front. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I will be next to the back with Thistle. Okay. So that probably leaves, what, Thad and Fritz in the middle? Okay. So as you're running, Rook, I need you to make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. So you see, kind of as you all are running, up ahead of you, maybe 100 feet, you see you see a set of guards who kind of are looking towards you. As well as the streets are crowded. It's still the Festival of Ascension. It's a two-week-long thing. There's merchants and entertainers kind of everywhere, especially in this entertainment district where there is entertainment and lots of taverns and where people from out of town are staying. So any of you are welcome to take that kind of setting and run with it if you want to throw something in there or you want to look for something specific. Feel free to let your imaginations go wild. But Rook, that's you see those two guards looking towards you. Okay, so are they in between us and the area that we want to end up? Uh, yeah. Okay. So then Rook will call out, Help! They're, they're gaining on me! Um... <laughs> and the two guards uh, immediately kind of straighten up and start moving towards you. This group behind you will stop them. Okay, cool. If I get past them, then I turn around and ca- uh, cast Fog Cloud on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I am going to stick with the same initiative for you all. Okay, we're going to do this more like a skill challenge than like actual combat necessarily. Okay. So feel free to use your magic or like just kind of describe anything you want to do. Don't worry about necessarily rules and we'll apply a skill to it and I'll give you a DC and we'll we'll kind of move this almost like a chase scene more or less. Yeah. Right. Okay. I have the, I have the idea of doing a gust of wind to kind of like just like because it doesn't really hurt anyone. Just like knock some people over and make like a kind of graphic jam of people uh, like outside an alley that we duck into. That makes sense. Okay, so first thing that happens as Rook is running and he and these guards run towards him, right when he gets past this, another cloud of fog just kind of covers us, the whole area that you all are in. You hear these guards, what, what, what's happening? Where, what's going on? And they're kind of waving, waving their hands around trying to get the fog away. And Gail, now it's your turn. Got it. Yeah. So, um, actually, I have a different idea, which is, I think I actually, what was it? Oh, never mind. I don't have. I forget what spells I have prepared. Okay, no, I think instead, I think it's just a more of a sneaky thing now with the fog cloud. Okay, so why don't you roll a stealth for me and describe what you're doing? Mm-hmm. So that's a 19 stealth, and what I what I was thinking now is basically, honestly, just like going around them the kind of slightly longer way mm-hmm. that like, but through the fog. Okay. So that they can't even see me. Yeah, so with a 19, you're able to, to kind of navigate around. The hope being that even if they are, like, kind of, you know, blindly looking, that, like, they will go to the shortest path. So I'm taking the slightly longer path around. Yep. And Sky, in your music box in Rook's hands, or in Rook's pocket, what are you, what do you do? Am I allowed to just stay there and not do anything? You are. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to do something. 
I am a coward and I would like to stay here, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And that it's your turn. So it's just the two guards in the fog right now? Well, and you're in a crowded street, so there's merchants and entertainers, and behind you, this big monster creature sounds like it's smashing up the inn, and people are screaming. My cabbages. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if you ever have done a skill challenge, but it's basically where you, like, choose one of your skills or abilities, um, and instead of, like, actually, like, doing step-by-step combat, it's a little bit more narrative and how, how things are resolved. All right, so, Thad, is there a, um, like, a place to sit down that's got... A, uh, like a plate of food or a cup of something. There's a couple of carts that are selling like street food, basically. A place to blend in. Other other words. Yeah. How do you want to blend in? He he, he was gonna notice. Hey, there's a mug of ale sitting on this table, so he's gonna sit down and kind of cover himself a little bit and pretend he's a patron. Okay. So yeah. So you sit down. There's. At one of these little little food carts, there's a few little like standing tables with a mug of ale. And why don't you roll a, a stealth check? I have disadvantage. Or you can do a performance. Your choice. Just the classic newspaper over his face. Quick, find some shades and a baseball cap. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. It's a nine. A nine? Okay, so as this is all happening really quick, one of the two guards kind of stumbles out of the fog right next to you and looks at you. And you see him pull out a piece of paper and say, hey, you're, you're one of them. And Evanel, it's your turn. Uh, I would like to um, use the crowd to kind of blend in, come over behind this guard, mm-hmm. and see if I can get somebody else to bump into him or knock one of the tables over into him or something. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think that kind of check would be? Um... What do you what do you want to do? Let's see. I feel like it would probably be like uh not to screw myself, but to dexterity maybe. Yeah, I could see dexterity or I could see just like if you want to just like almost brute strength like push a table into him. I want to make it look like it fell into him on accident. So, okay. Th- then this is this might be kind of weird, but I'm going to have you do a a strength-based sleight of hand in ca- if you have any training in sleight of hand. Sure. Oh, bad. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's like a seven, eight top. Oh, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> so, as you try to kind of push this table into him, it knocks into to Thad instead. And Thad, I'm going to need... <laughs> Why do I always do this? <laughs> you have a personal vendetta against him. And that I'm gonna need you to make a dexterity save. Woof. Twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. So that that table knocks into you. Uh, you look and see Evanel standing there, and she apparently does not want you to stop. <laughs> a cringe on her, like, oh god, again. <laughs> the guard looks at both of you and lets out this huge whistle, um, which I can't do, but like the the fingers in your mouth whistle, you know, and says, "Hey, hey, I found I found two of them on the poster." And it is Fritz's turn. If I can, can I begin to, like, grab Thad's, like, arm and start to run? Yeah. Okay. So, Fritz, you hear him say, well, we're already in enough trouble. And he pulls out his greatsword, and he runs at this guard, and just in one clean swing, just lops off this guard's head. Oh! 
Oh my god! <laughs> the people around you start screaming. Though a path is cleared. Because of all the confetti? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, was he just like a pinata in disguise and now there's candy and it's fine and we'll all get away? Exactly. And Fritz, Fritz says, run! And you see the other guard kind of stumbles out of the fog and he's going to signal, this way, this way! As as you look back, you see burst through the the inure in the ivory and wine, just bursting through the front of it, not through the door above, maybe a foot above, just crumbles uh, and goes flying into the street. You see this blood monster as well, following and just screaming, ah, ah, and starting to move towards you quickly. Uh, and Rook, it's back to your turn. Yeah, Rook is going to just keep heading the way we're going. Okay. That was the plan. Why, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can't put that head back on now. And Gail, it's your turn. Yes. Yeah, that cat is out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Mmm. Actually, that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I sure am glad this spell does not do any damage. So, between uh, the party who has been caught and everyone else, I'm going to cast Sleet Storm which is, until the spell ends, freezing rain and sleet falls in a 20-foot-tall cylinder with a 40-foot radius centered on a point you choose within range. The area is heavily obscured and exposed flames are doused. The ground is, diffi- is difficult terrain, and any creature that enters or starts their turn must make a deck save or fall prone. Okay. So basically, they can't see through it, and it's difficult terrain. Basically, to get to where we are, it's a 40-foot radius of that nastiness. Okay. It was my hope. Okay. It would be cool if the fog that we had dropped just, like, coalesced and rose up and turned into clouds and just freaking starts bleeding over everything. 100%. I say that's what happens. Yeah, that definitely that definitely is what happens. And behind you, the guards that have been running towards you start stumbling. You see a couple of them slip and fall to the ground. Well, that's going to make a huge, like, pile up with all the normal people getting caught. Oh, the NPC. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Just people falling. It doesn't do damage. No one's going to die. <laughs> but, like, it's going to be annoying. That's what you think. You don't know that someone could fall wrong. Yeah, what if someone that once? Sky? What? It is your turn. I'm hiding. Okay. You know that thing where people are, like, in closets and just, like, maybe if a noise, mm-hmm. then nobody will bother me. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I am opting out. <laughs> so Thaddeus, it's now your turn, and you see this this sleet storm as this fog that you were next to turns into this cloud. The snow starts coming down, covering the ground. You hear people screaming and falling all around you. You've been just sprayed with blood, and you see Rook running ahead, as well as, I'm assuming, Gale followed. Are you, do you ask me if I was following, right? Yeah. I am 100% just running after Rook. Yep. And it's your turn, Dad. Alright, um, is that guard still there trying to whistle? Uh, no, that guy doesn't have a head anymore. Oh. Alright, then yeah, I'm gonna run off after Gale and Rook. Okay. Is Evanel with me too? Uh, it will be her turn, so it will be her choice. Okay. But yeah, she kind of was pushing you towards them. And Evanel, over to you. It me! Thistle is still catching up with us, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thistle's, Thistle's kind of running along. 
Okay. Looking shell shocked again. <laughs> this poor girl has had a really rough time. Haven't we all? Hey. Also, I just want to say someone is definitely going to be scarred. Some poor civilian is going to slip and fall next to this guy's severed head. Ugh. And they're just going to be thinking about that for like years. They might not notice it. <laughs> they might not notice it because of the gi the giant blood monster that's coming. I mean, you know. Yeah, speaking of scarring the town. A bad day for a lot of people. Yeah, so I'm going to run after my friends. Make sure Thistle is with us. Fritz also follows along behind behind you. Evan, Ellen, Thad. Yes, I was also... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see, kind of back behind as you kind of glance. Uh, let's see. What's... The, what? It's a deck save, right? Or did you say it's uh, difficult terrain? It's difficult terrain, and when they enter, they have to make a deck save or fall prone, which means they also lose half their movement standing up. Okay. It's this. So you watch as... Oh my god. I'm, I don't think I've rolled higher than a five tonight so far. Yes. The best. So you watch as this, this blood creature slips and falls <laughs> in this sleet storm. And the thing you notice is as the snow is hitting it, mm -hmm. it's like starting to shrink as, as the snow hits it and melts and turns into water. You're diluting the blood monster. This is amazing. There's something strange happening. Ah, uh, amazing. But luckily for you all, this creature, this giant 12-foot-tall pile of blood, uh, has attracted the attention of the guards more so even than you all. And you're able to kind of run around a couple blocks and you make it into the slums of the city. You have to kind of go around these beautiful white bridges. There's these stairs that go down. So it's almost like it's, it's almost like this moat of homes below the rest of this nice city. Everything's kind of wood paneled together. The streets are dirt, fairly muddy. There's, there's some people out, though not many. At the moment, you don't see any guards. Uh, what do you want to do? Rook is going to remove his uh, guard form. Disguise. Disguise, yeah. Because that's probably not good here. Yeah. So as you all gather, Fritz looks at you all and says, What kind of trouble are you all getting into? <laughs> Where are we going? How are you getting out of here? Rook, wh wh why'd, why'd we go this way? Uh, yeah, Rook. Where, where are we going? Look, we we need to find the Verulon estate. I don't know where it is, but I know that that's safe for us right now. Okay. Okay. Well, uh... Is there anybody outside? Yeah. I'm going to run up to them. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> you, is Evan going to stop? Yes. <laughs> what? I, we need to find out where. All right. I know. I know we need to do that. Uh-huh. But let's stop for a second. If we start running around asking random people about random places, we're going to just paint a target on ourselves. So let's first calm down. I think the blonde monster did that itself. Um, no, it definitely did. But we can also not have to worry very much about the guards or about people seeing us and then being like, yeah, I saw those idiots. So, you know, we just let's let's slow down. Let's. <laughs> go buy some cloaks, and then let's go to a bar that looks like it's kind of seedy, which I feel like is probably all of them here, and try to find this estate. And we will do that calmly, but as quickly as possible. Does that sound okay? <clears throat> very calm, yes. <clears throat> okay. 
So, looking for a place to buy some cloaks? I mean, I already have a stunning cloak, so... <laughs> Still on that. You're gonna have to get one over over that stunning cloak, because it is, it's quite lovely. So, it's recognized. That's true. Yeah, I think Rook is gonna bypass this. I've got the shift weave. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Well, if only we all had shift weave, Rook. So, how are you going about finding a store? I go up to that random person. Why don't you describe that random person? Yeah, so there's just let's see, it's it's they're spending festival day in the slum section of the city. So I feel like they're right now just sitting at the front of their this random house that's probably not theirs. They're um they're wearing a hood up and they have like a, a knife that they're just kind of twirling between like their hand in their hand and uh they have like probably a big like bag. Okay. Uh, hi, uh, s- 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 um, person of in indeterminate gender. <laughs> um, uh, I we need to buy some cloaks. Some cloaks. Yeah, like the one you're wearing. <laughs> I certainly bought this cloak from a store. Uh huh. Right. That immediately makes me think he did not. <laughs> I, I obviously I, it fits you um, really well. Um, oh, I can see it's 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 monogrammed, so your initials must be MJ. So, uh, um, Michael Jackson's here. <laughs> yeah, no, those are my initials. Right. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Um. A- anyway, so uh, if you could just direct us to where you bought your cloak, or the nearest cloaks store you don't do this much to you uh, like cities and people more than i would like have you ever heard of a cloak store well i mean i got this one at it i guess it was more a clothing store but it had a lot of cloaks yeah uh it can it's very stunning it's so be careful it is it is ve- very nice y- yes how much do you want to know where to get a cloak a lot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Why, um, just kind of <laughs> looks at them confused. This individual pulls the hood, their, their hood back a little bit, and you, you see this red skin, just like bright orange eyes, and these little horns that go back. Say, you are easily the strangest person I've ever met. Um, definitely not the strangest, though. I'm going to explain something to you about this part of town. Oh, great. That's actually very helpful. I, I know you can't tell, but I'm new here. He's about to mug you. Yeah, it was hard for me to tell that you were new. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Information costs gold. So when I say, like, how much do you want to know this? Like, that's what I mean. Like, how much are you willing to pay for this information? I give him, I, I hold out two silver pieces. Hey, also, how... How close is this interaction to the rest of us? Part of me really just wants to jump out and scream at him and see if I can get just like... 10 or 15 feet away. Okay. Can I roll a perception or something to see if Rook would notice this happening? Sure. I feel like this is kind of in his... Nope, it's an 8. <laughs> Rook is looking elsewhere. <laughs> is, is, that, is that good? I mean, I'm not asking for anything like illegal... It's really just, this would make my day less stressful if I could just learn this. Like, this is this is public information you're charging me for. As you 
pull out that that silver, and he's been kind of twirling that dagger. I'm going to need you to make a dex check. I would love to. Against the flight of hand check that he's about to make. 15. <laughs> so as you reach out with that two silver, with his knife, he very deftly grabs it in his hand, slices where your gold pouch is, <gasps> grabs it, and runs. Uh, I cast hold person. Okay, yeah. Make a wisdom save, random civilian. Uh, I'm pretty sure that fails. What do you get? Uh, 11. Yeah. So I'm just gonna... <laughs> he does that. Uh, I'm assuming he at least. Uh, and they they freeze. I was kind of walk up, kind of grab where I saw him, take my money, <laughs> and just kind of stand like this in front of them <laughs> for the rest of the spell. Uh-huh. Now, I just... I... That was rude, first off. <laughs> Evanella's snickering. So, now you also, I would really appreciate it if, if you have a spare money pouch or something. Or, can you sew? Oh, um, drop the spell. Okay. Can you sew? He's just looking at you wide-eyed. Yeah, no, don't don't mess with me. I, I, I already had to, like, run away from a blood monster. I really don't need, like, a petty crime going on. Uh... I can't sew. He, like, very quickly, like, stashes this dagger into a sheath. You look back. He left that bag behind. And as you... Do you need your stuff? <laughs> he says, uh... I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> okay. As you pick it up, uh, it's literally just, like, a bag that's designed to look like it has stuff in it. <laughs> and it's full of hay. Are you kidding, my dude? It's but part of... Uh... No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Um, you should just ask him about the place where we're going. I will take you to get some cloaks. Uh, Great. Um, also, my other friend uh, needs to find a place. And uh, you seem like you might know the city pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know the city. I'm Gale, by the way. Gale that comes in the night. You idiot! <laughs> What's your name? I'm Marlin. Do I believe that? Do I believe that? <laughs> Roll an insight check. You're a sailor. That's not a name. That's a fish. Twenty. Uh, no, you don't believe that at all. No, but what's your like real name? <sighs> I'm not gonna. I don't want you to get arrested. I just. Uh, it's rude to not. I to, uh, if we're gonna. It's. It's my real name's Tranquil. It's uh, nice to meet you. Um. So Tranquil. Uh. Let's go buy some cloaks, and then I will pay you to silver for the help. Okay? Deal. Great. Also, uh, Rook, where do we need to go again? Uh, we we need to go to the Verilon estate. Uh, as he says that, he looks at you and he says, What What are you all doing here, then? Look, it was this or the guards. I've been there. I have been there. I get that. Did you do the whole, like cutting coin purse thing with some guards too because that seems like a bad choice my friend I have a certain way of making a living and I guess you would say surviving that um, it uh, doesn't make me a lot of friends in the law side of things uh, but you said the Verilon estate you know they say that uh, like nobody ever goes in there but they say that it's like 
owned by the mistress of Emperor Amaro. So So it's probably not here is what I'm is what I'm gathering. No, but if you want to give me a few gold, I'd take you there after we get you your cloaks. I mean that sounds fair to me. Uh I'm guessing since we're paying such a high cost, because a couple gold, come on, um, that you are going to take us, you know, kind of stealthy ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He says, well, uh, this this way, we should probably get you some stuff. And kind of takes you through a couple streets. You're walking for about five, five or ten minutes. And you see what looks to be a shop, though it's not like the shops you've been seeing in the rest of Emery. It's just bored and there's no glass in the windows. There's just wood shutters. Um, it's all old. And and he walks inside and says, uh, uh, Thea, um, I found some friends who need some cloaks and thought you could help them. And this middle-aged woman, she's got kind of graying brown hair. You can see, she says, Train, you do not step a foot in my shop, though you know the rules. And he backs up and says, yeah, no, uh, sorry, I, they, they, uh, they caught me, so <laughs> that's why I'm here. She says, oh, interesting. Well, uh, I'm Thea. Welcome to my small shop. A Gale that comes in the night. That's a long name. You can just call me Gale. Uh, it's very wonderful to meet you, Gale, that comes in the night. Uh, Gale is, Gale is much easier. <laughs> yeah. How can I help you all? We, we need some cloaks so that we can be like our friend Twinkle over here and uh, cover our faces and such, and preferably my tail. Okay, uh, that's not too hard. I have lots of cloaks. It keeps people down here warm. I usually sell them for about six copper. So what is that? I just, I I hand her a gold. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Do you have any with like thick fur up at the shoulder area? I. Uh, don't have the luxury to have that kind of material, unfortunately. Do, do you have any lucky stuff? Lucky stuff? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, usually when I find places like this, there's usually something like a lucky coin or something somebody usually has for sale. Um, Just wondering. It's not really for sale, but... And behind her counter, you see there's one small little vase with a single white flower with these kind of really interesting petals that go out and then up together is I, I have this flower that's I've had it in this bottle for three years and it still looks like this with no water or anything. Wow. That's so cool. But it's not, it's not for sale. Yeah. No, I understand that. We'll, we'll just take the cloaks then. Okay. Thank you so much for the gold. That is going to be very helpful. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Wow, um, Gail, this woman is helping us greatly. I I I I agree. I just I'm sorry. I'm used to you know making less than a gold a lot of the time. I know. So a gold is a lot of money to me still. It's okay. Um. Also, ma'am. Yes. Uh, do you happen to uh do you, do you want uh any any fancy fancy fabric? For yourself, I have an extra dress in here you can have. Um, what would I do with? I, I I don't even know. No one's offered something like that to me before. Well, I mean, I just figured if you sew stuff, you might like to just have it to play with. Um, 
That might be weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Of course. Would it would it be rude if I if I and sh- she looks kind of nervous if I maybe tried to sell it? Oh no, go ahead. And this like bright smile and you see this really beautiful face that like feels like a weight's been lifted and she like loses her composure for a second and gives you a hug. <laughs> so, oh, I I'm I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> it's fine. I love hugs. This is so generous. Um thank you. Thank you all. I I wish you luck in whatever you're doing. Thanks. And maybe if you ever want to come back, you, you'd be welcome. Um I can't make any promises. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, This has been great. And I'm going to pull out five gold. Uh we have not met an enormous amount of kind people. And so kindness should be rewarded here. And she takes it. And now from like the happiness, there's just like tears streaming down her eyes. She gives two of them back to you and says, can you give these to, to, to Tran? Yeah. He, he needs them too. I will. Um, thank you. If I don't have, a, if, if I'm ever able to come back, I'll be sure to visit you. Um, keep, Keep doing what you're doing. I, I'll do my best. Um, is there anything else I can help you all with? I mean, shot in the dark, do you know how to undo, like, somebody becoming a blood elemental? Probably not. I shouldn't have asked. That's just going to weird you out. Oh, <laughs> uh, um... Yeah. That... No, yeah, no. You, you know, why don't you just... No, forget I asked. Uh, I just... Uh, I, I don't have a filter. Um, okay. All right. Really do appreciate the help, though. And Fritz, Fritz from the back says, "We should probably get a move on." Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. Yep. And so you get these you get these cloaks that are able to cover cover your your faces, kind of stay stay hidden, not be noticed, and tranquil. This shorter red tiefling uh, as well. Uh, you all ready to go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. He takes you out of out of these slums. And you start moving in through the city. You go through this academic ring. You see these elegant, beautifully built libraries and museums. They all seem to be decorated for this Festival of Ascension. You make it further in, into this, basically the high rent district, where the nobility and the ruling class live. More elaborate estates, large yards, beautiful trees, high fences. Most of the buildings are this the same white marble-like stone. Uh, and you get to what he says is the Verilon estate. And he stands back across the street uh, and says, well, uh, that's where you're headed. Thank you, Tranquil. Um, do you think if we paid you, you could sneak us out of the city if we needed to? Uh, um, probably. That, that'd be great. Because honestly, I think that's what we're gonna need after we're through here. But first, uh, here, I'm gonna give him two gold for the sneak us in, and then I'll say, and pull out the other two gold. Um, this is, they said you needed this, so this is from her, from me. Wow. I, I don't know how you all stumbled in this city, but thank you. I, I, I have to be honest, I thought, I thought you were gonna kill me. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I really don't. I listen. I did that like once, and it was not a fun time. Um, uh, yeah, life can be hard. No hard feelings. Hey, listen. I mean, I, I was lucky. I grew up on where I basically could work all my life. But I mean, I've known plenty of people who lost the ability to work or were on the wrong ship or whatever. And so, I know that you're probably. Not choosing to do what you're doing. No, nobody lives where we live if we have a choice. Oh, hopefully, you can use that to try and at least make life a little easier. Yeah, I'll do my best. Thank you. Um, can we can we find you usually where we found you when we got? They all they all know where to find me. Okay. Great. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, take easy, Trinkle. And you see this newly acquainted red tiefling just kind of step into the shadows and practically, oh my gosh, I rolled a natural 20 on their stealth check. <gasps> Jesus, yeah! Amazing! Whoa, whoa, they disappeared. I think Trinkle's dead. Um, Did he go in the box? They just got banished. Who's Tranquil? <laughs> uh, so, in front of you, you see this beautiful home. The fences are beautiful like wrought iron decorative there's like these twirls in it the gate has this gold seal that's these two like almost like fern type leaves together kind of overlapping one another Uh, it seems to be unlocked there's this probably 50 foot brick path to the actual home that again is beautiful on either side of the path right before you get to the home are these two large oak trees i'm assuming y'all approach but you don't have to. I'm not letting Rook lead the way because this is. Yeah. He, he took us here. Yeah. Uh, his, his idea. All instinct says that this is super sketchy, <laughs> knowing now the role of this individual, mm-hmm. or I guess the uh, the this the the rumor, the mistress of the emperor thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rook is Rook. Will, Rook will go. Okay. I don't know if he would. Tell everyone to like hang back for a second. Yes. Try. I would rather not. No? Yeah, I'd rather follow you. I'd rather stick together. Alright, we're just gonna be four people rolling up on this big beautiful house in our covered cloaks. Six. Six people. Oh, yeah. Fritz and Fritz and Thistle. Yep. Unless you ditched Fritz and Thistle. Yeah, we're just gonna mob this yeah. mistress house. Perfect. Do it. Okay. We can walk up calmly, not mob it, Rook. Yeah, I don't know. I think the idea of this big illustrious house and just six of us in our cloaks walking up. <laughs> People travel in groups all the time. It's dangerous. So the first thing that you do notice, as you get up to this gate and you get closer, there's a layer maybe almost like a quarter of an inch thick of dust everywhere that dust can settle on this gate. Yo! And as you look closely... A lot of it's rusted. It does not get used ever. Mm-hmm. And as you open it, as you open it, it's just this. Someone cast grease. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I probably have some like perfume oil I could put on it. It's too late now. <laughs> We've already been subjected to that terrible impression by Steven. So you can't go back and fix it. It's going to haunt my dreams. Terrible and perfect. And as you approach, as you get towards the stairs leading up, 
two branches drop down across your path. <gasps> and these voices say, who goes there? And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Not Quite Heroes podcast. <laughs> well, hopefully that won't be too long from now. <laughs> I see what you did there. I did it. I'll do it again. Because we are in a podcast, I just... Are you sure, Stephen? You don't want them to say you should leave. You should leave. Just as a, are you sure? One hundred percent sure. That's not the line. Hey, gotta make Robert? like this three and split. Robert Jeffrey, <laughs> I walked away from the computer twice last night. Do not make me do it again. <laughs> they think we're barking up the wrong tree. Mm-hmm. All right. Works worse than their body. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Guys, oh, I no. think it's really time to branch out mm. with our entertainment. No, not you too, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. You would. Um. Well, thanks for listening to the Not Quite Heroes podcast, and we will see y'all next time. <laughs> we haven't outroed yet. Yeah, it's over now. Hey, I got one more. No, everyone's being so naughty. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love Indy because, you know, what would you do in this situation? Steven, make them stop. Steven? It's hopeless. Steven, make them stop. I can't. Please? I don't know, but I think to figure out what we should do, we should confer amongst ourselves. Mm. Mm. People have asked me if that's what my name is short for before. <laughs> really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, my brother's name is Fig. Oh, okay. So it would kind of make sense that my name would be Conifer? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, do we need... Are we, uh, we want to do the outro? Oh, is, is that the... What do we do for the outro now? That is the outro. Hopefully we don't get charged with treason. <laughs> Can I leave, Steven? <sighs> yeah, um... No, you're trapped here with us forever. We signed the treaty. Oh, you really rooted around in your brain to get that one, didn't you? Steven, please, please don't make me be present for this. We're here to see the illustrious Lady Sanfira. <laughs> let me go. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> the thing is, it's so irritating, but also impressive. And that's what's the most frustrating part about all of this happening right now. Quick, retreat. Oh. <laughs> All right, you saps, let's end this episode. We should, uh, we, I'm sure we can come to some kind of treatise. <laughs> no, I'm done. Oh. Oh. All right. And these, <laughs> these trees just throw shade. <laughs> okay, so we're done. Okay, so Craig, Craig should probably leave. <laughs> well, so we have canceled the podcast officially. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. It's done. That's it. That's the end. No more. I don't know. I see it as a victory. Rook has a 24.
Can we just talk about, speaking of she dead, we replaced a dead cast or party member with a dead party member? (laughs) 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 Guys like you talking about me? Yeah. (laughs) 